0: Hey there, thank you for joining the live podcast, a podcast provided by the Love Yourself Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit aimed to help spread the message of self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building a better relationship with yourself, but a better relationship with others and with our beautiful planet. So if you're on a mission of self-healing, of self-improvement, of self-discovery, this podcast is for you. Be sure to like us on all social media platforms at the LY Foundation, at our website, thelyfoundation.org. And we're so thankful that you found us and we just hope to help you no matter where you are in your journey and to remind you that you are the most important person in your life. Enjoy the episode.
1: Hello and welcome to the conversation, a LYA podcast series where we provide our insights, thoughts, and experiences on self love exploration. My name is JR, technology coordinator and board member for the Love Yourself Foundation,
0: and my name is Ayla, growth and development coordinator of the Love Yourself Foundation. Week eleven, there 11, it? One 11 one. out of twelve. Ooh. One more one. one. I, th- I just think it's insane to really consider that we're at the end of this and how it feels like we just started I know, (laughs) like time actually flew I can definitely and I'm excited to talk about it this week speak to how different I feel from the Mm -hmm. first week and how really instrumental this program has been for me but it still is mind-boggling to me to think about wow it's 11 weeks in already and that's how fast time flies and it speaks to why you just need to start
1: Yes, 100%. And I do feel the same way, too. It'll be interesting to kind of get to the end and do a little recap of seeing where we are at. But more importantly, where we're going to go from here is something that I've actually been questioning myself
0: as of late and
1: been talking to myself in the morning pages about is where do we go from here and what does that look like? So be interesting to kind of wrap that up at the end. But yeah, it's kind of crazy to think that we're already at a week 11 and we got one week left.
0: I'm happy you kind of mentioned where do we go from here because this week is recovering a sense of autonomy which synchronicity
1: Uh, maybe (laughs) yeah early one yeah
0: Julia says this week we focus on our artistic autonomy we examine the ongoing ways in which we must nurture and accept ourselves as artists we explore the behaviors that can strengthen our spiritual base and therefore our creative power we take a look at the ways in which success must be handled in order that we not sabotage our freedom which i think is really great that she's doing at this point of okay we're here we're itching to start and wanting that direction and kind of looking at what that looks like for us but of course before we get into the chapter we always do our weekly check-in so jr week 11, how many days this week did you do your morning pages? How was this experience for you? Have you recommended morning pages to anyone else and why?
1: Okay. Please don't hate me. I only did one oh. this week. I know.
0: One is still better than none, JR. And we so have said this to each that. other, yes. <laughs> you have to do one. And I don't blame you if it was Sunday that you did one. <laughs>
1: Thankfully, it was a little bit earlier in the week for that one. This week has been kind of crazy at work. And you know that me waking up in the morning to do the morning pages has been tough these past couple weeks. And I've been trying to do them at my office when I'm there in the morning. Fortunately, I didn't have any time to do any of it in the morning when I'm over there. Crazy how you're supposed to work when you're at work. But me when I go to work. <laughs> so, I'm like,
0: out... oh my gosh, I have to do my job?
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> what is the, what? I don't understand. <laughs> so yeah, I have only did one, which, hey, it is what it is. We have one week left. How was Let's the experience go, for you? Go out with a bang. Experience was all right. I think a lot of it was just trying to kind of wrap things up from the last week and really start thinking about a lot of what this all looks like after it's done. So. Yeah. That's at least the one page that I put on there was the thing that I was pondering. But I, ha- I have been recommending it to a lot of people.
0: you <laughs> like, you should definitely try it, but I'm not. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just don't listen to Week 11. Don't listen to that one. But yeah, it's been actually really cool to talk about That's the cool. artist way and recommend the morning pages to people. It, it just it proves that there are a lot of people who are kind of in the same boat as us and yeah. wanting to try to find out more about our artists. And it's really been some something topical for me to bring up and just be like, oh yeah, I've been been reading this Artist Way thing for a little bit, like about 11 weeks or whatever. You should probably check it out. And actually, I'm very surprised that there's quite a few people who have, one, been listening to the podcast and two, who've actually been going through the Artist Way. So I'm interested to see their growth through it as well.
0: I love that. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's nice to know that people listen to what we're saying. (laughs) Yes. Thank you.
1: Thank you, everybody. What yeah. about you? Well you've been busy. Week,
0: 11, week 11, I have been busy to be fair. I've been moving. Week eleven though is the first week where I was like, morning pages? Who is that? <laughs> I did I don't I think I did three, but two to be safe, probably. Okay. And I say that because I know I did two for sure, but I'm not I don't even remember because <laughs> I don't even care to do them anymore. But I think it's because I'm in a place where I'm like again, I've mentioned in past weeks where I just want to start my day. It's also been just hard in the time right now with me and how much sleep I'm getting and then feeling so busy with my day. I do think I will continue it, though. But like we mentioned prior, I think it'll just be a it's there if I'm feeling inspired right away and want to write it. And I definitely think that I think she talks about it this week as well, where she talks about like carrying a notebook on you. So you have the ability to write things down when that kind of inspiration sparks, So I think that's where I'm moving towards this. (laughs) That was the experience for me. It's been good not doing them.
1: (laughs) Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Um, But like I
0: said, I do see the value when it isn't forced. But I know that she says that there's value when you don't want to do it. I just haven't got to that place yet where I believe that. Yeah. (laughs) Hey,
1: it is what it is. And again, it shows that not every week is going to be the same. And especially when life comes and you know you're moving which apartment looks beautiful by the way i think that it just it is what it is and you just have to be what she kind of talks about is being autonomous and knowing that there are going to be good days are going to be bad days there's going to be days where you want to write and there's going to be days where you're like i don't want to do this right now yeah i'm excited to get
0: into to the chapter for that reason
1: second question did you do your artist date this week what did you do and how did it feel
0: I'm going to say technically no. I could cheat and say that going shopping for new furniture could count. But that's something I would have done anyway. So I don't want to count it. But it could. But I'm not. You felt
1: creative in the moment though.
0: Yeah, it was nice because I was looking at like my vision boards and listening, I guess, to myself and thinking, does this spark me joy, kind of combining a bunch of things that we've learned over the years. And so that's been fun. But I do know that moving forward, I do want to implement the artist state in a more serious way, even than I have been in the program. And I'm sure you feel very similarly of using it to really designate that time to push myself is where I want to be. So I'm going to take an L this week. (laughs) But I know that (laughs) You did your artist date. Am I right about
1: that? You are very right about that. Let's Um, hear
0: about
1: it. I ended up taking the camera out. I went down to this new shopping center called Uncommons. I was there probably a couple of weeks ago to have some coffee. the Durango one? Yeah. Okay, cool. And actually took my camera out, put the AirPods in and just started taking some photos around. I walked around the place. I really got into the idea of street photography and really wanted to apply it. So I think this is the first time since the last time when I was in town square, I guess Mm. I'd like to shoot at malls. So that's interesting (laughs) to to realize. Yeah. Yeah, it was super fun. But I think what it did is it sparked more interest in photography. So after mm-hmm. I did that, I was more diligent about doing something with the photos instead of just taking them and, and storing them somewhere and never seeing them again, which has been something that has been pretty common for me. So I edited the photos, I posted it on my social media. Look
0: at you. Uh...
1: Yeah, it was actually a lot of fun. And that actually wanted me to keep bringing the camera out so i played golf on sunday and i brought the camera out i shot some of my friends who were playing golf and they loved the photos that i took so it was really good for me to be around that because that is something that i'm trying to possibly do as the next business venture for myself i don't know quite what that looks like i'm definitely niching down i know that you are doing the same with your area as well so i will have to say that what i'm learning from the artist way is definitely helping and the artist date kind of solidified all that
0: and that's so good to hear and I think from someone who's on the other end of the spectrum and hasn't experienced that flow in an artist state it's exciting to hear that's what comes from it and I know that once I'm out of the chaos of moving and getting everything sorted that's I'm looking forward to that which is it's really cool so I'm, I'm happy looking for forward you.
1: for that for you as well I can't wait. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm happy that you're willing to share the wealth. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> but next question. Did you experience any synchronicity this week besides what I had said at the beginning of the episode? And if so, what was it?
1: Yeah, actually, in this chapter, she talks about exercise and how important that is for the artist's brain to kind of get away from what you're trying to do or want to do. And it's a healthy thing to to get up and move around. So that way you can get even more inspiration if you want. And I actually took a hot Pilates class.
0: <gasps> I love hot Pilates. How was week? it for you? Uh,
1: it was a lot hotter than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I've done hot yoga before, which was fun. Never worked out in the heat like that before. Needless to say, it was a great time. I appreciate my friend Raven for bringing me along. My arms didn't work two days afterwards, so that was fun. It feels good after
0: though, doesn't
1: it? It felt great, it felt great. So it was interesting to, to go through that. I haven't worked out like that in a while. So being able to exercise and then reading in the chapter about exercise it just made sense and it actually was like oh yeah that that reaffirms that idea of moving around is really good for you about you
0: i did actually wow everyone's applauding two instances this week one i actually met with a professor i'm going back to grad school whoa Uh, hey now breaking news and so i'm meeting with a bunch of professors to get their advice and it kind of just culminated everything that I've been learning and the feelings that I've had to hear from my professor, that possibility and recommendations, and it felt right to me. It was really cool to to see all of that kind of come to light and that like the work that I'm putting in is being returned to me like Julia has been saying and kind of just accepting those paths instead of saying, oh, not yet, not right now or not for me. And in that kind of same vein at therapy, I actually had a whole discussion about optimism and enjoying the journey and realizing that you need to start. And the thing is, I wasn't even talking about the artist's way. I was like, I, I realized that it's going to take time for me to get to where I want. And I just need to begin. And I'm excited to do that. And it's not scary to me anymore. And then I sat there and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's what Julie has been doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's and cool. So, it felt really nice that I like realized I finally internalized it, and that makes me much more excited even more so to see what happens once we stop the program and the steps that I take to kind of move forward and where that brings us.
1: That's super rad. I'm so excited for you to go back to school. What major are you thinking
0: I'm not sure. It's definitely going to be a master's and a PhD. I'm just not sure how I'm layering them. Okay. Um, Let's just throw
1: that in there real quick. No big deal.
0: (laughs) The master's is probably going to be in applied positive psychology, which is basically like what we do in these episodes, but just becoming an expert in it formally, which would be really cool. And then for a PhD, not sure quite yet, which is why I'm meeting with a bunch of professors to see what they think and kind of taking all of that into consideration to make the best decision so
1: that's so cool it's
0: exciting but a lot of work ahead for sure but i'm not scared of that anymore
1: i love that that's so awesome definitely keep us all informed of what your decision is going to be with that but it will be great to finally have an expert more of an expert (laughs) than you are already but now you have something to back that up
0: thanks last (laughs) question were there any other issues this week that you consider significant for your recovery and i think this is interesting the further along we get because It allows us to reflect more on once we don't have the structure of this program, what is going to be a problem for us. So I'm interested (laughs) to see what your answer is. I
1: put down the morning pages because what are we talking about? (laughs) But yeah, I I have also kind of questioned that as well as we've had such great structure with following along with the Artists Way. And I guess we can pick another program or something for the next season, but Yeah, it's just been nice to have something to work towards, to work through together, and to come together at the end to kind of discuss where we're both at, because we both have different ideas and different things that we want to accomplish when it comes to these things. But there's something that we're both aligned with when we're trying to, to do the program. So it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening afterwards.
0: And I'm thinking the same thing it's i don't know what to anticipate until i'm doing it and i see what obstacles come up but right now i'm just excited to get there and see where it takes us
1: absolutely so with that in mind week 11 let's get get into the week 11 chapter
0: and she starts it with acceptance if you want to get us going with that
1: yeah so julia talks about acceptance and she says i am an artist as an artist i may need a different mix of stability and flow from other people. I may find that a nine to five job steadies me and leaves me freer to create, or I may find that a nine to five drains me of energy and leaves me unable to create. I must experiment with what works for me. And reading this particular chapter, and I had to preface this right at the get-go, this chapter, not my favorite. I will be honest. I'm interested I
0: think, by that. That's interesting. Uh,
1: I think that the other weeks were definitely a lot more impactful. Not, Don't get me wrong. There were a couple of aha moments in this chapter for me, but for the most part, kind of, I felt a little lacking when it came to what Julie was talking about, but it would be interesting to see your perspective on all of that. But as far as acceptance goes, I think the gist of what I got out of it is more so of just accepting that the there will be good times and there will be bad times. And the fact that when you do have those bad days that you are able to still work through them, but understanding that's also okay to have those bad days.
0: Yeah. I think speaking to what you're saying that this week mirrors a lot of what she said in the past, what I got from it is her kind of talking about the value we place on our art and How that can be disrupted. So she talks about how a lot of times we say that money validates like our credibility as an artist and our success in that way. But she gives some examples, and a good way to explain it is knowing that like famous artists like Van Gogh didn't sell a lot until they died. And she kind of talks about the idea that if we're placing our credibility on the money we're receiving, it isn't authentic because if you look at these great artists that we refer to now as the best during their time, they weren't treated that way. Edgar Allan Poe is another one where now he's learned in school all the time for his poetry, but wasn't selling and wasn't listened to. And so for me, that kind of stuck out to me and reminding myself that's not where our value lies because just because it's not received, look at the past, like it wasn't received then either. And so that kind of idea, and she kind of talks about how, You need to have your credibility for your work lie with you. And that's where it needs to be, not with others. And that if you need to write that poem, you need to write it, whether it sells or not. And that so for me, it was kind of taking the perspective of thinking of like creation, not so much as a like business, but more so as a like a voice maybe of things that need to be said, whether it's heard by other people or it's only heard by myself, which makes it sound more profound than I think that she wrote it personally. (laughs) <laughs> but that's kind of how I interpreted it and just creating what needs to be creative and going through that. And then towards the end, she talks about how sometimes you will do the art badly, but you have a right to do that to get to the other side. And she says creativity is its own reward. And I think that that also stuck with me in, in again, internalizing those ideas as we move forward, leaving the program of how we consider what we're doing and what we're going to encounter because we aren't really in the very actionable, vulnerable phase in an external way yet. So in facing that, making sure that value still lies within us. Right. How do you?
1: Yeah, I think that's where I was kind of having a bit of a standstill in this particular chapter is because my mentality and I feel like a lot of creatives are have the mindset that they want to get paid for the things that they do, yeah. uh, that they're passionate about, especially if you're trying to start your own business or you're trying to get paid for the art that you create. It's it. Sometimes the messaging is hard to hear when you have been so focused on trying to, quote unquote, make it. And I don't know if it's a generational thing either, but wealth shows how sometimes how good it is that you're, what you're doing, whether it's a craft or your career or what it may be. So when I was reading this, it was kind of hard to understand or to try to relate because in my mind, I I feel like it's easier. I know that there's another chapter in here that I kind of was feeling the same way too, is that it's easier to say it that way because Mm -hmm. you're already successful in that, Uh. that, that sometimes that if you're not going to get paid for what it is that you're doing, it's okay, because you've already hit that, you already sold that one nice piece, or your business has been flourishing, sure. or whatever it is. But I guess in, in that sense, when it does come to money, and and showing that it is true that you should be focused on the artwork that you're creating, or what it is that you are an artist of, instead of trying to just solely do the thing in order to get paid, but it is kind of hard in this era that we live in where it's we expensive. see so much cool. of yeah we see yeah <laughs> we see so much of influencers or other artists who are or who are doing super super well but obviously that's just face value we don't know what's really happening on the back end of things but you want to be there and you want to try your best to build a life for yourself mm-hmm. and get to a certain point where you can just do this thing. Do I want to work a nine to five job for the rest of my life and do a side gig? Not necessarily. Does it help right now? Absolutely. But I think ultimately I want to be able to sustain my life doing the thing that I'm passionate about. And it's hard not to kind of separate the money from that, at least in my mind.
0: I understand what you're saying. And I think the way I interpreted it was not that don't think about money, but more so that when you're driven by money instead of passion, that you'll be disappointed. And that I think that what she's saying is that you need to make things with the intent of speaking something and that money will come after that. I do understand what you're saying, though. It is hard to, Commit time to do something when you have to work so much to survive and then put extra time on the side and all those things. So, I guess it is just something to consider on both ends and see how it applies.
1: There was something that I did highlight in here that did kind of, you know, something that I want to keep remembering after this is done is she says, "As, as an artist, I do not need to be rich, but I do need to be richly supported. And I think that's a great way of putting it is that, no, I don't need to be. A millionaire at what it is that I'm doing, but whatever that is that supports my life, whether it's monetary or otherwise, yeah. that is how I feel rich. And I think the idea of being rich is kind of skewed nowadays. And for sure. I think it's really that important to be that way. But I think that sentence alone is a reminder of, but like you said, it's not about the money, it's more about what it is that you're doing mm. that creates that richfulness in your life.
0: Because I think that when you think about it as a business, that's when you face the obstacles and face the, like why we're in this creative recovery in the first place where you get blocked and you don't want to continue because it has to be perfect. And you're thinking about all these things, but I think it relates to the next chapter, which I'm happy that she leads in this way, which is about success. She says, creativity is a spiritual practice. It is not something that can be perfected, finished and set aside. It is my experience that we reach plateaus of creative attainment only to have a certain restlessness set in. Yes, we are successful. Yes, we have made it. But in other words, just when we get there, there disappears. And this is, I guess, speaking again to what you're saying about things. We. I feel like I've heard this before too, that there's always that level where you're like, you, and I feel like that's something that I've, experienced in the past and can relate to is I have this dream or goal and I get there and then it's what's the next thing you don't Mm -hmm. really sit in that for long and she kind of in this chapter though speaks to the fact that creative energy inside you is not going to let you rest which is really interesting a different perspective in how I'm used to hearing about being more mindful and appreciative of an achievement where she's saying like that spiritual energy that the creative the, the creativity has is going to have you continue on and want to grow. And so it's really interesting to see how she kind of runs through the chapter. But a couple of things I highlighted, she said, you don't need to overturn a successful career In order to find creative fulfillment, it is necessary to overturn each day's schedule slightly to allow for those small adjustments and daily trajectory that over the long haul alter the course and the satisfaction of our career. And so she kind of speaks to again what we were talking about with last chapter of thinking about it as a business and how that creates demand and how that can be harmful for us because we're thinking about the next thing, but we're holding ourselves to something that was. So I'm interested to see what you thought about this chapter.
1: Yeah, it was interesting to go from that chapter to success in the sense of realizing that we're all going to experience this thing where we are good at what we're doing, or we've done like a milestone, so to speak, of where you're at with your artistry, that everyone's going to experience the same idea of wanting more or what is it that we're going to do next? And just like you, I have the same experience, have been going through it in the past couple months, actually, of building something with a community and really tapping into a lot of people and getting to a point where it's, we've been successful at what we're doing, but where do we go from here? Which is crazy to think because you always start as a beginner of everything that you're doing we've learned this from the very beginning of the chapters but once you become good at what you're doing or you've been successful at the thing that you yeah. wanted that it's like a necessary thing within you to always be like okay what is it that we're what are we doing now what do, where do i go from here how do i grow from this point point? and i think if anything it just makes you want to become a better artist over time and there's something that I highlighted here where she says, this means writing your morning pages, taking your artist date. But I run a studio, you say, or whatever other thing it is you must do. People depend on me. I say, all the more reason to depend on yourself and protect your own creativity. So in the sense of wanting to do more or trying to figure out what to do more, it is important for you to stay focused on you and what it is necessary for yourself, which I feel like she taps into that quite a bit not only just the child artists or anything like that, but more so of don't let yourself get too far ahead. Don't look into the future too much. Just focus on what's happening right now and enjoy the moment is basically what I got from that. And I feel like you become more successful when you do that instead of trying to chase something that you can't see yet and realizing that you need to enjoy what's happening right in front of you.
0: For sure. And that's why I'm happy that she kind of followed up the acceptance with success. To kind of discuss that it, again as we near the end of this what that looks like and she talks about how you have to constantly have the mindset of a beginner and learning and developing and it's an interesting to think about because i feel like this whole time we've had been learning to accept that we're going to be a beginner and now she's you're going to be a beginner forever like you're always gonna be yeah. <laughs> and i'm like i don't know that i'm ready for that but yeah i think it's a, an interesting chapter and the next one though is again uh, When I read the title, it's the Zen of Sports. I was like, okay, success. So I was like, (laughs) wait a minute. Where where is this bringing us? She said,
1: I know we got a lot going on right now this week, but what?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's an interesting chapter. And so she says that oftentimes we are, as blocked creatives, cerebral beings. We think of all the things we want to do but can't. And she talks about how we need to move out of the head and into the body of work. To do this, we must first of all move into the body. And so this whole chapter is about what you mentioned in the beginning of the episode of the importance of exercise and moving. And it's really cool because I've actually, I guess this is a a form of synchronicity. She talks about moving meditation and how when you walk, that act of motion can help you continue onward and I actually in a training that I did two years ago did moving meditation and I found it much more helpful to me than just sitting there and trying to act like I'm not thinking anything Mm, Um, because it can help you feel like you're making progress because you're actually moving um even when it's so simple as to going for a walk and I think she says yeah 20 minutes a day is sufficient which seems very doable
1: oh yeah absolutely
0: and she says, the goal is to connect to a world outside of us, to lose the obsessive self-focus of self-exploration and simply explore. And for me, this chapter changed a little bit of a perspective on exercise and made it seem a lot more exciting and using exercise to kind of fuel that like idea generation. What did you get from it?
1: It's interesting because the start of this week, I was working from home on Monday and I actually took this to heart. And you know, on my lunch break, I ended up going outside, turned on a podcast for 30 minutes and just walked around my apartment. And I did notice, I don't know if it's a placebo effect because I'd read the chapter or any of that stuff, but <laughs> walked around for 30 minutes, came back inside and I felt more productive at mm. the end. Usually when it gets down to two or three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm pretty much wrapped up and ready to go home. But I felt like I could push through even more because of just getting around and moving around. This also reminds me of the pandemic when we're in the pandemic and we're stuck at home and trying to figure out what to do in order to either get exercise or just stay active the best we can while we're indoors. And I do remember being pretty active during the time we were in lockdown. And it just reminded me of this is that if you just walk around and it, it, I think the issue is that we use the word exercise and we think, what into the gym. right into the gym <laughs> which also i wrote in the chapter i was like oh of course there's always one gym reference every season so there Has it is be. that exercise just couldn't mean just you getting up walking around stretching a little bit so that actually helped me out a lot and realizing that yeah this is true and i do need to get around more i need to move my body more because the more that I do that, the more active I become. Same thing with the artist date. Me walking around a mall and taking photos, and whatnot, being yeah. outside or outdoors actually really gave me more gave me more of a reason to want to tap more into the artist date or just the what I'm trying to do as an artist. One thing that I highlighted here that she said is one quickly notes that when the mind is focused on other, the self often comes into a far more accurate focus. And again, I feel like that was such an important thing for me is being able to be active and do something that's active in order to flex your mind a little bit, kind of get out of your space. And maybe when you come back, you have more ideas of what it is that you want to do or what it is yeah. that you're trying to do.
0: Yeah, I love all of that. And I'm happy that you were able to mention it. Additionally, I highlighted one she says exercise teaches the rewards of process it teaches the sense of satisfaction over small tasks well done because you're not going to see results right away with your body but you can feel a change even if you can't see it Mm -hmm. and i think that it is always interesting that exercise comes into play with
1: things (laughs) but i think it's a good
0: reminder too and She's like, you thought you were able to get out of it? No.
1: (laughs) I've listened to your podcast. (laughs) She
0: said, actually. But interestingly, in translating over to the physical realm, the next chapter is building your artist's altar.
1: This was the chapter I actually enjoyed.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to get into it, let's hear about your thoughts.
1: Yeah. Julia says, morning pages are meditation. Yes, they are, Julia. Yes, they are. (laughs) (laughs) A practice that bring you to your creativity and your creator God. In order to stay easily and happily creative, we need to stay spiritually centered. This is easier to do if we allow ourselves centering rituals. It is important that we devise these ourselves from the elements that feel holy and happy to us. She says a spiritual room or even a spiritual corner is an excellent way to do this. It was cool to read this because... I have been wanting to have a specific space in order to do the morning pages if I can wake up early enough to do them. And there actually is a space in my apartment that is a built in desk over here that has no oh, chair. I remember that. Yeah, it has no chair or anything like that, but it, it's practically useless right now. It just holds mail and then that's it. <laughs> that I figured if I just had a dedicated space that's away from all the electronics, away oh, from the cool. living room and all this stuff, that that could be my artist's altar. And that's something that I really want to tap into moving forward is Hmm. find a chair at Goodwill or whatever, put it over there, maybe a little lamp. And then that can be your space to either meditate, write anything that's far enough away from any distraction.
0: I love that. And she talks about filling that space with things and images that make us happy. And reading this as well, I was thinking about how it kind of feeds into that energy of you were inspired by seeing it or you have that joy and that kind of fuels you to then create out of it so it'll be interesting moving forward for us to do that and see i'd be interested in seeing a photo once you have it all set up
1: yeah absolutely for you be moving into this new apartment do you feel like there that you have a space to do something like that
0: i have kind of similarly a like indent in the wall where the desk fits perfectly that I want to decorate with images and make it feel very comforting and enabling of that behavior. And it, I have a window right in front where I can look outside. She has a lot in the past weeks as well with creating vision boards and collecting images that I think it's time to finally like actionably print out those things and put yeah. them up. And yeah, so I'm excited. And that's the last chapter of week 11.
1: And that was a quick one
0: yeah some interesting thoughts but we do have a lot of tasks this week i do want to start though with task number three which was one that i did that i'm very excited to share about yeah so number three is buy yourself a special creativity notebook number pages one through seven give one page each to the following categories health possessions leisure relationships creativity career and spirituality with no thought as to practicality list 10 wishes in each area let yourself dream a little here so i got myself a hey letter. look
1: at that you are worthy of new beginnings is what yes. it says on the front that's awesome
0: and it's so beautiful and i was able to list oh. the things and it was really cool because it it's like a wish list and it is very guiding because you can be like, okay, what do I need to do to achieve that? But I think I learned a lot about myself too in kind of contemplating. And it's interesting, one of the sections is possessions. And I talked about this in one of the other weeks too. I have a hard time like considering what I wanna own because I'm Uh like, (laughs) and so to come up with 10 things that I'm like, these 10 things I really want to own, it was so hard to come up with the last three. I'm like, I don't know what else. (laughs) That's good for me. If I can have those, I'm happy. But I think that in the same vein it lets me know what's important and what comes to mind fastest. And this is something that I'll definitely keep on me. And I'm it's cool to consider this. And she says a special creativity notebook, but to have something that I can put all my inspiration and ideas in and just let it free flow and see where it takes me. I love having journals and I have a million of them. But <laughs> this is the newest edition. That's
1: a new one. That's the new one to the collection. That's cool. Yeah. It's kind of like a a checklist of the journey that you're taking right now.
0: For sure. Yeah. Because
1: it's things that you are wanting. There are things that you aspire to and things that you're inspired to do that will be cool to see as time moves on when you go back to that notebook and realize, oh, I did do that. Oh, I did. That's that's awesome.
0: Exactly. And you can always revisit it as well to see with sticking with things. And some things I have are ongoing things. It's not necessarily an attainment. It's more of, like, I hope to live my life this way. Mm. But it was really cool. Which task were you most interested in?
1: Yeah, I ended up doing number five and number six. Um, okay. Number five is list five ways you will change as you continue. Obviously, we've been talking about it all up. At- all this episode of where we're going to go after this. Mm -hmm. And then number six is list five ways you plan to nurture yourself in the next six months. And the one that was impactful for me, I think, was number five, because this is something that is going to be on my mind for a while, way after we're done with the last episode of the season of where is the artist way going to take me? Where do I go from here? And just a couple of the things that I wrote down in here is one, I'm going to tap into more of the creator. And I think that it, it's important for me to be well-rounded when it comes to that. So I think I mentioned a while ago about going to a friend's church or mm. a couple of friends' churches, a Catholic church, a Christian church, and just kind of open my mind up a little bit more and embrace different ideologies, but more so realize that there can be one more or there can be more than one creator in this world and to see what resonates yeah, that's pretty important for me and one other one is always give myself an artist date and I love that I think that this really this program has driven home the idea that you need to give yourself time and space to dedicate to yourself and that's what's really okay. going to make you grow
0: Yeah. And I'm happy that you talked about these ones. I also did them. But what's interesting is for me, I liked the one before that, which is working with the honest changes section in week four. In week four, inventory for yourself, the ways you have changed since beginning your recovery. And me being able to see how different my mindset is, which I'm excited to talk about at the end of week 12, really inspired me to realize that like just starting in the past 12 weeks to see how different my mindset is about things and how much more inclined I am to prioritize my creativity and take steps on that. It feels very optimistic for me and makes me excited for the future. And so I think all of those four, five, six together are really cool and able to kind of take an inventory of where you were and where you're going to go and the hope that kind of follows that.
1: No, I love that so much. And it It is going to be really cool to see the wrap up of we still got to week 12 and then we'll talk about the whole entire program together. But it, I believe, and I've seen it, that we've grown a lot since week yeah. one. And I think that it's only just going to catapult us into a bigger atmosphere of what it is that we want to do in the future.
0: If you want to find out, you'll have to tune in next week. And
1: <laughs> Hey. We appreciate everybody following along with us. Obviously, next week is week 12. The well, that's f-
0: finale. Not only when of the artist,
1: like but also the conversation this season.
0: Wow. Crazy. And week 12 is recovering a sense of faith. So it'll be exciting to see w- what chapters she chose to end with, what tasks she chose to end with, and where that leaves us, which I'm like bittersweet because it's ending
1: (laughs) I know and this is your second time doing this and you went halfway and this is the first time you've actually done it the entire run and it's wild to think that we just did that
0: yeah and I didn't even get halfway I got to week four and I quit and so it's really amazing and I thank you for embarking on this journey together for season four and it'll be great next week to see how we're feeling at the end of it and the kind of concluding ideas that we have.
1: Absolutely. I feel the same way. And for everyone that is listening, I hope that you join us for that journey and for the finale of next week. So with that being said, we want to hear from you. Leave us a comment on Instagram or Twitter at the LY Foundation or on Facebook, facebook.com slash the LY Foundation. Let us know what you thought about today's episode and what recovering a sense of autonomy means to you.
0: Also, please leave us a review of the LYF podcast. That way we can continue to produce more content, do more programs, have more seasons, and grow the show.
1: Thank you for listening to the conversation. And until next time, love yourself, love one another, and love this planet we call home.